Hello, everybody. Today, my guest is David Brzezowski, the president and CEO of Medicist. Thanks for joining me, Dave. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for inviting me on. I'm looking forward to learning more about your company and the drug diversion analytics that it offers. On the Medicist website, I see several solutions. Genesis Analytics, RX Diversion Scorecard, Script Track Analytics, and RX Auditor, which may be the one most people are familiar with. So let's start here. Give us an overview of Medicist and what it offers. Okay, so Medicist was born uh, back in 1998. It's about 24 years old. Um, it started uh, out of the bowels of uh, Yale New Haven Health System. Uh, I was a consultant there for oh, about 11 years as, on the, as a mainframe programmer. Okay. Um, and we it started there. We, uh, I, you know, they were the largest Pixis installation on the East Coast uh, at the time back in 98, 97, 98. They had uh, somewhere around 90 or 100 med stations at the time. Um, very large. And the director of pharmacy came to me and said, hey, Dave, uh, I know you're writing these PC programs on the side at night. So uh, could you uh, come in and uh, look at this data that we have that comes out of the Pixis uh, servers? Because we're, we're not, we have a false sense of security. We have all these machines out there um, and we're not finding any uh, diversion. You know, there's usually behavioral issues that we run up Run, run, run on, run into us. I'm sorry, and um, and in the past, you know, when you had the old mechanics cabinet and and the uh, nurse manager opened it up and and you know uh, reconciled at the end of the shift, we sort of knew what was going on, but we have a false sense of security. Mm -hmm. So I went off and we wrote a, a system, an algorithm, and um, we looked retrospectively back at three months worth of data, and we found 14 nurses that were off to the races um, and they were very surprised, shocked actually. We actually found one nurse that was found clinically dead um, oh. in one of the bathrooms with a, a morphine syringe in her, in her leg and we, uh, they, they actually revived her because they went out looking for her and they found her and she's, hopefully she's alive today. Um, I, I believe she is. So yeah. um, with that, it was, it sort of was a real eye opener. Um, you know, I was doing it for some financial reasons to keep my kids and my newborns and pampers and stuff uh, at the time. And uh, we sort of um, it, it went off from there. But that was a real eye opener. Interesting. Yeah. It is interesting that they felt more secure with their manual system than when they brought in the Pixis machine. But I get that. It's brand new. They need to. Yeah confirm that it's working. And wow, I that that is a tremendous story. I I have a slightly similar one, but it, it was all manual, but it was a hospital that didn't have any program at all. And then once we started one and started to look, it was a similar number of nurses within the first six months, not the first couple of days, but um, first six months that, yeah, it's like, oh, look what you've got here. Cause nobody's been watching. It's an eye opener for sure. Yeah, it is an eye opener. So you mentioned they got Pixis. I seem to recall that RX Auditor had partnered with CareFusion and so Pixis customers had it. Maybe that's kind of where I got the information. Is that true? Was that ever true? Well, so way back when, in the back in the day, back in I think around 99, 2000, they made me a Pixis partner. 
Okay. So the uh, president at the time, Steve Thomas, uh, flew me out there and uh, um, they were getting great feedback from the customers because we had some large ones. We had Yale, we had Stanford, uh, Sarah White out in Stanford. We had a bunch of big teaching hospitals that ado early adopters that adopted it early on. And he was getting some feedback and, you know, they had C2Safe and they had their PIXIS data system and, and they, you know, they just weren't having great success with it. He flew me out there, made me a partner, which was more of a, just a marketing partnership, you know, where, you know, I'd go get to go to the trade shows and get exposure that way. And that was great. And then later on, they, well, back in uh, 14, they came to me and said, hey, uh, we spent a lot of money on R&D uh, trying to compete with you. Um, and, you know, you're the pioneer in this field. So we're not going to spend, you know, uh, you know, three or four million a year trying to compete with you on R&D. We're going to just join up with you and have resell your stuff. Okay. Um, resell, resell RX Auto as we sign up new customers on the new platforms as we move forward. And so that was all the way through um, 2018. Um, and then the... Uh, the reseller agreement came to an end at that point. So 14, so 15 through the end of 18. So okay. Actually, into right. 19, as I look at it, into 2019. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's where I got that information from. So do you currently, do you work with other ADM vendors then? It's not just Pixis. So in the past we used to, we worked with OmniCell, but um, uh, we, uh, um, we had some legal issues there. Um, and, uh, we sort of, you know, fell apart. Um, uh, so no, so most of our, our, our sales are direct, um, and not through a, through a vendor, but we do, we're agnostic in the fact that we work across all vendors, including Cerner, MedSelect, uh, MedDispense, um, Pixasami cell okay. and Accudose now that's being you know, redone by Omnisome. Okay. So, but the facility comes directly to you, not through one of the ADM right. uh, companies. Okay, perfect. All right. Now on your website, these other products that are mentioned, do they kind of get all bundled with the RX Auditor or are they completely separate things? Your Genesis Analytics, RX Diversion Scorecard, what are those things? Yeah. So um, uh, let me go through them quickly. Uh, the RX Auditor, um, was born at Yale and that's where it started. And, and uh, that was more of a, a PDF. So what we looked at back then is we were an, an ASP or a, SAS or a SAS provider back before the name was even coined or the term was ever coined. So that was back in 98. We saw that, you know, the healthcare professionals don't have a lot of time to look at these reports, right? And they don't have a lot of time to dig into the data. So we were running it for them, pushing Dave, it Dave, for them. Dave, let me just ask you, for those that don't know, what's a SaaS provider? Oh, SaaS is a, a software as a service, okay. right? Or they used to call it prior to that um, application support, ASP, application uh, service provider, rather, much like an ISP, an internet service provider. Uh, it's, it's where you do all the work and then you push the actionable information to the user. And that's what we found is, you know, back then, as well as now, there's not a lot of time in healthcare. So we were running our algorithms, pushing the data in a PDF hyperlink format to them on a secure website. They'd be able to download it, look at it, um, be able to, uh, you know, actually look through the report, see what they're 
issues are, the risk is. Um, and we did everything not only from diversion, but we also did clinical reporting, economic reporting, and operational reporting on the um, uh, this auto, automated dispensing cabinets. So um, from that, we then saw that there was a need. A lot of customers like to delve in, in pull information as well. So you tell them what's going on through the trending reports on a monthly basis. But then they wanted an on, we, an on, what I called an on-demand system. So there was an RX auditor on-demand came out next, where they could go in and build their own ad hoc reports, schedule them, produce them, sort of look back at any amount of time, produce the, the same reports that we had in our, our monthly PDFs, or produce their own custom-tailored ad hoc report. And so that was called on-demand. That came out next. From that, we spun off RX Auditor 360, which was uh, back in 08. Uh, we saw the need to match the dispense to the administration early on, and we actually prototyped it back in 05, and we commercially made it available in 08, where it matched your dispenses to your administration, show you where the discrepancies are, um, show you the lag in lead time from dispense to, to administration, and allow you to have supervision or monitoring over over that on a on a monthly basis um after that we came out with a product called rx auditor cpa which is central pharmacy automation which cpa stands for um and that's looking at you know the back then the mckesson robot the packaging being able to take the packaging and watch it or watch the flow of it to the to the uh distributive machines the med stations up on the floor um also the uh carousels so we worked with um a couple of carousel vendors um and, and was able to uh do the same thing there where you track the product from when it you know comes into the central pharmacy it gets packaged it gets bar scanned or barcoded and sent up to the floor to be loaded or refilled into the machine so we were trying to close the whole loop on, a, on that whole that medication use process from the time it gets in the door to the time it gets in the central pharmacy and then up to the floor then uh the 360 took it from the time it got out of the cabinet to the time it got scanned or documented as given in the administration system you know your epic cerners siemens all those um so those were those suite of products and we'll call those our legacy products okay so then back in late 17 or early 18, we saw the need to um, take it to the next level. So we built something called RX Auditor Investigate. Okay, and Investigate sits on a new platform that we built, which is called uh, Genesis. Okay. So Genesis is a, uh, I call it a knowledge base. So all these, all these, all this data we gathered over 2000 hospitals and both their EHR and their ADS data, um, we have a lot of metadata that's built on actual diversion events and the behavioral patterns of those diversion events over all that time from various hospitals across the country. So all those different diversion patterns are important because that helps you build those machine learning algorithms. Um, and that's what we've done is built those to be very sophisticated. So when new data is streaming in to our system, it can identify those patterns 
much faster. And then also build on those because we have built into our Genesis platform an automatic feedback loop. So in our in our in our investigate product, we grab feedback from the from the from the uh, user in what type of activity was found, what the behavior of the person was, you know, what was the predominant factor for the, you know, the, the uh, determination of a diversion event. Um, so that's sort of what, it's this big engine, Genesis, that is built on this knowledge base, right, that we use to our advantage, right? Because nobody else has 24 years worth of data. Right. Of hospitals like we do. So it's a, it's a powerful piece. Right. When, when you say that it takes into consideration, they, they give the feedback about the behaviors. Do they literally put in things like, you know, multiple breaks or irritable behavior or that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. there's, a bunch, there's a series of questions related to behavior, related to um, attendance, all those different attributes. We actually pulled a lot of our uh, cool. large IDNs to mm -hmm. get a, a list of things that um, they look for, right? And so Investigate is a user portal that's built for the diversion, the diversion task force in a hospital or a health system because there's many different, um, uh, you know, diff different, different areas that get involved, right? You have your, your pharmacy, of course, you have nursing, but you might have security, you might have risk management, all these different disciplines come in and they're able to not only see the cases as they're built. So what we do is we take the statistics, the statistics we generated years ago through our algorithm and the, the knowledge base we have, we meld those together. So it uses general statistics where we abstract data, we compare like users. So we always want to compare ER nurses to ER nurses. We want to compare all the morphines never you know not looking at just one strength or one dose type but all of them so we do all that abstraction we get all the statistical information we find those people that are outliers and then we take that list which let's say in a typical large hospital teaching hospital or any size hospital that's large you might have a you know anywhere between 80 and 120 people on a list potentially and we whittle that down, we're finding about a 70 to 75% curation rate. Because what we're able to do with Genesis and that knowledge base is further curate that list based on weighting different components, right? Different measurements. So you can look at diversion, um, the particular drugs, but then it could also be transaction usage. It could be, you know, waste activity. It could be um, dispense, dispense to administration activity where there's a lot of discrepancies. Um, and there's many more factors. We have like, um, we have a team that actually does this diversion analysis for our customers where they walk through and they, they audit for the customers. So based on that knowledge over the years, we have a, a series of rule sets that we, we built that help us weight these uh, identifications that we find and um, that rule sets applied in the background so all this auditing that the customer used to have to do on those 120 uh, outliers that we found is done in code now in the background and it 
curates that list down to, like I said, about a 70 or 75% reduction. So right. now you have a, con a condensed list, and then we rank that risk based on those weighted measurements for either the, at the health system level or the regional level. If it's a large health system, they have different regions or business units down to the facility level and then to the patient care area. So if you're a nurse manager, you can log in and see your patient carrier and your risk. Or if you're the head of a, you know, a large health system, 80 or 100 hospitals, you can look at that level and see where your risk is and then drill into those areas where that ri the risk is more prevalent, mm -hmm. right, based on our, uh, our uh, determinations. So that's what Investigate does. It curates that list, does the auditing for them. And then gives them a, this portal where they can communicate and collaborate, right? So you could talk to the risk management team and, and set a case. And then actually each member votes on whether they think it's an actual potential diversion event or not. Um, and eventually somebody closes the case as being an actual diversion event or, or not an actual diversion event. And that's all documented. You could attach uh, documentation to it. You can make notes in it and commentary. Um, it's a, it's a, and, and you have all the dashboard functions, right? So you can look at all the different levels of um, different uh, metrics that you may need to look at across. You know, I'd have to demo to you to show you all the functions mm -hmm. of it, but um, yeah. it, it's a, it's a one-stop shop that gives you everything you need. Everything's self-contained and secured, so it's all there for you, mm -hmm. um, and it's um, it's memorialized because it's there for as long as you're right. in the system, right? Yeah. What part of the controlled substance pathway does it pick up? Does it look at wholesaler and then all the way to waste, or just when it enters the hospital and while it's there? So it, it takes in it'll take in wholesaler information. We've also uh, we got a couple of in several integrations wholesaler we have obviously the the, the main feed is uh the ads data we have ehr we have uh time in attendance we found very uh very powerful measurement as well so if somebody's on uh not scheduled or they're on, should be on vacation or they clock in early um or they 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 leave and clock out but they're still there's still activity so it identifies a lot of that type of stuff. Um, we've also um, brought in uh, access control. We could bring in, uh, you know, like if you have a, a, a med room, we could show the entry of the act. Oh, badges, the badging in. Okay. Yeah, badging in and out. And um, uh, also we're, we're working on bringing in uh, video surveillance because a lot of hospitals are using video uh, in, the, in the different corridors. So you could actually you know, uh, identify a person going into a room and things like that. So it's, it's pretty, pretty cool stuff. Okay. All right. And then waste, do you have anything, uh, on the waste end? Yeah, we're working with a company for specifically for waste. We, we work with, um, obviously the, uh, dispense to administration. So we do a complete balance sheet from when it mm -hmm. gets dispensed. Um, and if it's a waste on removal versus a waste on the administration side where they documented it as being waste or return. So there's a whole balance sheet function. But then we are working with another company, which I can't tell you whom, but
but uh, that also looks at like a, um, uh, uh, looking at the liquid, right? Looking at the assaying what is there. Yeah. Right, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Great. Yeah. So comprehensive. All right. That's cool. What there's a lot of products on the market now. It sounds like you are the pioneer, the oldest one. I didn't realize that you'd been around that long. Yeah. What would you say sets your software apart from the others? So everybody, you know, so everybody out there, uh, you know, right around when the opioid crisis, everybody who uh, did analytics said, oh, I could jump in here and get and do this as well, right? And they and they have been, and there's quite a few that popped up, right? But the, I think the largest differentiator is what I talked about earlier, that Genesis knowledge platform. Nobody has that. Nobody could build it. If you started six or seven years ago, one of my competitors, you have six, you, potentially you have six or seven years worth of data. The more data you, you have, the, the uh the more sophisticated the machine learning algorithms become, right? And the sure. better you can identify problems. Um, so we actually have not only those patterns, but we have uh, confirmed outcomes of events, right? That customers over the years said, yes, here's people here. These are the actual diversion events that happen. So not only is it a pattern that we're learning, but it's actually confirmed as a diversion event. So it's a higher sure. weighting of that, right? Over nice time. feedback loop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's, not, that's the biggest differentiator. The other yeah. differentiator I would say is a, a lot or quite a, or a couple of them anyways, um, tout the fact that, you know, the, the dispense to the administration, right? That's the key indicator to, to them. Right, that if there's a discrepancy between the dispenser administration, mm -hmm. well, my whole system was built on just ADS data originally, right? And there's many things you could see there, and the there was never integration of EHR that matched that type of thing. So my point is that although they tout that that's the key indicator, they a lot of these systems can't even you can't even bring their system in unless you have uh, EHR data, right? You can't even, you, they don't even have an algorithm that it has to be based on that matching process. And I think that's where they fall short is because there's a lot of things that are identified and we've identified them for the last, let's say 15 years. That was just based on ADS. And so we started in 08, we started integrating EHR to make it more powerful. It does make it more powerful. You know, if you find discrepancies, obviously, but if think about it, if you're a, you're you're into diversion and you're a nurse and you want to divert, you're going to document your head off, right on the other side to make sure, yeah. right. So that whole premise is the dispense to administration is one that's I think a little faulty. If so, if only it were that easy. <laughs> that's right. Yep. That's the low hanging fruit that you find when you first start and bring in a, you know, something because people know nobody's looking, but yeah, after a while it's, right. yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. What would you say to a hospital administrator that has no diversion monitoring program in place and they don't really think they need one? Yeah. Well, um, I, I say that you, you may have some blinders on, um, so drug, Drug diversion has been out there forever, right? It's like if we went back, like when I started uh, here on this conversation, talked about that 
tackle box or that, you know, that mechanics cabinet that the nurse manager had. I mean, it was happening then. It was happening before then. It's happened in retail pharmacy, right? Um, people have, you know, have social issues or issues of their own and personal issues. And sometimes that's a, that's a crutch for them, right? It's been going on forever. I'll tell you one quick story that uh, when I grew up uh, in, here in uh, Connecticut in a small town called Cheshire, there was a, uh, my neighbor, my, my buddy's father was um, uh, vice president of sales for Purdue Pharma, mm. which is in Stanford, Connecticut here. And um, he drove me down to meet the CEO and the, and the vice president of, uh, or the president of uh, Purdue Pharma back then. And they were very interested in my product back in, I think it was 99 or 2000 when I, he brought me over there. But they weren't interested in, in it so much as to what I was doing and the good things we we're doing for society and finding these problems and identifying things. They're more interested in the distribution of their meds and other meds like theirs into what hospital and who's buying what based on the utilization patterns that we had in our database. So I found that very interesting. I soon walked away and said, Oh my God, you know, <laughs> and, and then you, you fast forward to today. Yeah. And, all yeah. these lawsuits and all these things that went on. Yeah. So it's been happening forever. Yeah. That's my point. And nobody is a, you know, so quick one is, is if you're a small rural hospital or a large yeah. urban uh, campus, it's, we find the same things across all of those, you know, mm -hmm. and everywhere in between. Yeah. No, so. that's very true. Very true. Well, thank you very much for spending this time with me, David. Uh, I have not used your product before, but it sounds fascinating. And, and with the amount of time that you've been doing this, I'm sure you do have a, a really good database of information that is so important because the more you learn, the more you know what to look for and it gives you those markers. So that's well, we great. We'll have to demo to you sometime. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do that. Definitely. All right. Thank you very much, Dave. I appreciate it. Thank you.